Hello everyone, my name is Sky Menhart and you're listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. Welcome to the show. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. So today I wanted to speak about something that I have had a lot of experience with, whether that's unfortunately or fortunately, I'm not sure, but I wanted to talk about my experience in psych wards and with psych wards and all about the psych wards that I've been to. So there are a lot of different types of psych wards. I've been to some that are just psych wards. They're not affiliated with a hospital of any kind. They're just like a mental ward where you can come when you're having issues with your mental health or with, you know, a a situation that's out of your control, things like that. And then there's psych wards that are attached to hospitals, which are usually called behavioral health units. And I've been to a few of those over the years. So there's a lot of different types of psych wards and different experiences. Um, Probably the best psych ward I ever went to was an adolescent psych ward. And it was a little farther away from my hometown, but It was a really great experience, not because of the facility. The facility wasn't super nice. It wasn't like, you know, high quality luxury or anything. They just had a lot of great activities. And as a 17 year old who was experiencing, you know, my first manic episode, it was really nice to have a lot of fun activities and fun people. And like they had a dance class, they had a music class, they had art classes every day. And it was just a really good experience for me. The staff were really wonderful and helpful and encouraging. And I really enjoyed that experience a lot. It really helped me grow and it helped me feel a lot better about my situation. So that was probably my favorite experience in the psych ward. Even though the facility wasn't super nice, it wasn't, you know, five star, it wasn't newly renovated, the facility was old, it was gross, but I really enjoyed the experience nevertheless. So when you're when you're thinking about going to the psych ward, there are a lot of things to consider. There are a lot of, you know, you have to kind of think of the big picture, like how is this going to affect my life? How am I going to recover from this? Because usually in my experience, the the most or the usual amount of time I've spent in the psych ward has been like two weeks. And I know there are people who get out way quicker, who only stay for a few days or for one week, but I've always been for like two weeks about. And so it kind of uproots my whole life when I go because I have to quit working. I have to readjust my medication I have to get on a different schedule. I have to get back to sleeping and eating right, all this kind of stuff. So being admitted, it is helpful, especially when you're in a crisis situation, because sometimes things and your mental health situation, whether you're going through psychosis or major depression, it can just be really out of control. And it's really good to get that medical attention and that therapeutic help that you need, that professional care that you can't get anywhere else. So being admitted in the, into the psych ward can be a really good experience, and it can also be a really bad experience. But I think most of the time you can kind of make it into a good experience and try to get the most out of it as much as possible. But being admitted has kind of helped me because it's kind of just reset my life when I needed it to. And sometimes when my medication has stopped working or, you know, I've experienced a really bad manic episode, it's just helped me get back on track, find a better medication and just really set things right in my life. But, you know, that doesn't mean that it doesn't hinder your life in any way because it does kind of put everything on hold. 
if you have a job, you're not able to show up. You you're you can't leave the psych ward. That's one thing. Once you're admitted, you have to get a doctor's, you know, order. You have to get I forget what the word is, but you have to get like a doctor's written consent to leave. And if you leave without the consent, then you don't get the treatment. So like if you need medication, they won't prescribe it to you if you leave without the doctor's consent. So it's really like you're kind of trapped there, honestly, and that can be a really scary feeling. And it can be really frustrating because I've had times where I've been in every time I've been in the psych ward, especially this one particular one that I've been to several times. Um, I have been told, okay, you're leaving tomorrow. And then every time I end up having to leave like three days after my release date. And so it can be really annoying and really frustrating when you're stuck and there's literally nothing you can do about it. You also, when you're in the psych ward, you don't get your phone. You don't, you can't be on social media. You can't listen to your music that might help you. I mean, it depends on which kind of psych ward you're going to. I know there are some psych wards and facilities where they allow you to listen to like an iPod or have music and stuff. But the ones I've been to have never been that nice. And so basically when I'm in the psych ward, the only thing I do is I just watch like Keeping Up With The Kardashians and that kind of helps me stay sane. And the one I've been to recently of the most, it hasn't been the best because they don't have a lot of activities. And usually what I've found in the adult units, they don't have as many activities or as many, you know, groups or sessions for you to like enjoy. It's usually kind of just like, okay, you can chill in your room or you can go color, you know, in a coloring book. It's not really an amazing experience. So if I could change anything about the psych ward, it would probably be just, oh my God, it would be so much. I wish, I think people should be allowed to like listen to their music, have an, at least an MP3 player where they can listen to Spotify or have their phones. And I think people should be allowed I think people should be allowed to have their phones as long as they're not like on social media. Maybe they should put something on the Wi-Fi that would block social media and then you can just listen to like Spotify or watch YouTube. That's how I feel. I know that's like a really complicated thing to think about and there's a lot of variables involved with that. But if I could change anything, it would probably be just like letting people have a little more freedom maybe allowing them to go outside more. In this one particular psych ward I've been to a few times, there is no outside time because the psych ward is actually on the fifth floor of this hospital, so there's no way to go outside. They have like this kind of open air deck, but it's not outside at all. You can't go like run in the grass, you can't go kick a ball around, you know, things like that. I think they need to have an exercise area if they don't have an outside area where you can exercise they need to have like a gym or something you can use to exercise because exercise is so important especially when you're going through a hard time mentally it can be really helpful and I think that's kind of what I would change about the psych ward I just wish it wasn't so strict and so scary Also, from my experience, when I've been in the psych ward, I haven't had a lot of input into my care, and I haven't had a lot of options with my medication. Like, the doctors always choose, okay, you're going to be on this medication, and they don't really let me choose or put input into which medication I want to be on or what is best for me, and that has resulted in me getting on some really awful medications that have made me feel horrible.
So I wish there was more there was more patient input. I wish they would listen to patients more. Also, the the psych ward that I've been to the most, they the doctors are really sexist and they think all they they treat the women like crap. So they don't listen to women and that really grinds my gears and I wish that was different. Um I've had a few interesting experiences in the psych ward. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens and sometimes it can be scary. One of the time one of the times I've been to the psych ward, there was this time and it was whenever I was in the adolescent ward and this was in my favorite psych ward that I've been to. So it was the one I mentioned earlier. And there was these two bathrooms, one for guys, one for girls, and it just had a shower and a toilet. And one of the girls tried to hang herself on the shower curtain. So that was really scary. Another time while I was in that same psych ward, there was this guy running up and down the hallway, banging on all the doors, trying to get in people's rooms, screaming, and just being really loud and manic. And that was really scary for me. Um, I don't know, one time, I've been flashed in the psych ward. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people's butts, I'm not going to lie. A lot of butts I've seen in the psych ward. And that can be just really annoying, because like, who wants to see everybody's bare ass? It's kind of like... I don't know. It's just too much information sometimes. I've seen nurses and techs have affairs in the psych ward. There's just a lot of shit that goes on that is really, really wild. And it can be... I just wish... I really want to write a book about all my experiences because I feel like it would be so entertaining. Also, I think it would be really cool if NBC did a show about a psych ward. I think that would be like amazing and I would love to consult them on how to make that a reality honestly that's one of my dreams so I think the psych ward can be a really interesting place you can have a lot of interesting and informational experiences and you can learn a lot and you can receive really good treatment but it's important to to think about the benefits and the downsides to going into the psych ward So like I said, there are a lot of good parts and bad parts about the psych ward, but the things that really stick out to me are that it can be a really good place um, to have some personal growth and to just give yourself the space and the chance to kind of regroup and rethink your life. And sometimes I have really benefited from having just a time out on my life and being able to go and be in the psych ward. I know that there aren't psych wards everywhere and sometimes you have to travel really far to get to one or there's not you know a good one where you are or you're unable to go for some reason and so I'm not encouraging people to go to the psych ward but I think it's important to think of it as an option if you have that option and just remember that sometimes it can be good to get away from your life for a second and just kind of regroup and that's kind of how the psych ward has helped me it's helped me you know, get on different medication, on better medication, kind of reevaluate my medical experience and understand what's really going on. It's helped me therapeutically because a lot of times they do have group therapy and different kinds of therapists come into the psych ward. And I have met some really amazing, kind, wonderful people in the psych ward. So if I was going to give advice to someone who's thinking about getting admitted or trying to go to the psych ward. I know that sounds really weird, but some people are thinking about it. 
And I don't know how it all works right now in this time of coronavirus, but I think it's important to consider your options if you have that option. And, you know, think of the pros and cons, because when you go in, you don't know how long you're going to be admitted for. You don't know you know, you have to think about like, how is this going to affect my job? How is this going to affect my life when I get out? You know, will I still have a job? Will I be able to go back to normal? You have to really consider all these options. And sometimes it's best as, and this is what I believe, as much as you can, don't go to the psych ward just because it's really expensive. Number one, it's horribly expensive. And Sometimes you can get on the wrong medication in there, or it might be a really traumatic experience. And so what I've tried to do with myself whenever I'm feeling like, oh my God, my mental health is crossing the line right now. I might need to go in. I might need to get admitted. I try to do everything I can to make that not happen. I try to, I pull out all my toolboxes like, okay, I'm having anxiety. I can't sleep. Can I take an Ativan right now? Can I do something to calm me down? Can I take a hot and cold shower? Can I relieve myself from my anxiety? Is there anything I can do so that I don't spiral out of control and need to go to the hospital? Because it's not always an amazing experience and it's not always something that is positive. So what I've learned from my experience in the psych ward is just to be aware of yourself. And that can be really difficult. It can be a hard journey. But I think self-awareness is key when you're having this mental health journey because you need to realize the times that you need to go in and get help and the times that you can help yourself. I think it's really important. And unfortunately, in America, well, in the United States, in the country I'm in, the healthcare system is messed up and a lot of times you don't receive adequate care and you have to pay so much money to receive care at all. You know, we don't have free healthcare for everyone, so some people don't have insurance and so they're unable to even have the option of going to the psych ward or going to get help from a hospital or from a psychiatrist. So it's really a hard decision to make. And that's why I think self-awareness is key because if you can understand where you're at at this point and what you really need, if you can evaluate your needs and realize, okay, I can actually take care of myself, I can make it through the night, I can pull through and I won't need to go to the hospital, it can be a better option. And as always, it's important to talk to your psychiatrist if you have one and make sure you're making the right decision. Get help and advice from a medical professional who is aware of what's going on with your issues and what you're going through at the moment because they can really help guide you to the right choice, like whether or not you need to go to the psych ward or not. And... You know, the psych ward can be a crazy place. A lot of traumatic stuff has happened to me in the psych ward. Like I said, somebody exposed themselves to me in the psych ward. I've seen a lot of butts. I've had to be injected with Haldol. Haldol, I think that's how you say it. And all of these experiences, I wouldn't want to relive. I wouldn't want somebody else to have to go through this. I was in one psych ward where they didn't give us enough food and I was hungry the whole time. And that was just really miserable and really depressing. And so you have to really think about your options. And I think sometimes it's best to, if you can, if you're able to, to take care of yourself as much as you can so that you don't have to go to the hospital. And this kind of comes back to pre-planning and 
being really healthy because if you can have a healthy lifestyle and plan ahead of time you might not need to go to the psych ward when an emergency does arise and i know sometimes it's not always up to you it's not always your decision like i've had instances where i've been in the emergency room for something and i wasn't planning on going to the psych ward but i was admitted anyway And that's really unfortunate because at times I haven't needed to be in the psych ward, but I've been in and, you know, stuck for two weeks, changed my medications when I didn't need that. So I think it's important to really think about how your decisions and how your actions can affect your mental health in the long term. And that's why I think it's great to have the option of going to the psych ward. But if you can avoid it, I would recommend avoiding it just because it's not the best. So I've really learned to evaluate my situation and to really think before I decide to go to the hospital. In the past, there have been emergencies where I desperately need medical attention right away and there's nothing I can do and it's, you know, tipped over the edge and I've gone past the point of helping myself. And so I think it's important to be aware of when you're reaching that point when you're reaching the edge and when you do need to go get medical help medical attention from a medical professional and so I think it's important to have you know your support system have people around you if you don't have the ability to be self-aware have people around you who can tell you when you need to go in and this can be really difficult I've had a lot of experiences with my family members when they tell me like sky you're acting crazy you need to go in and you know it it can be really kind of embarrassing and upsetting when the people around you are trying to tell you to do something and you don't want to do it or you're not aware of the way you're acting that can be really embarrassing later on and it kind of it hurts it hurts honestly it it's hurts because you're you're not aware of what you're doing and how you're being and then people are telling you oh you're acting like this and you need to go in and it can be really stressful so but it is good to have a support system who is who is responsible and honest with you and who doesn't act like everything's okay when it's not I think it can be really helpful and so what I always think is that you should have an emergency plan you know so whenever you do feel whenever you get to that point whenever you get to that edge you have your bag packed you have everything you need you have a charger ready to go you have your phone you have your medication you you are prepared in case you do need to go to the hospital in case you do get admitted you have a plan in place I think it's really important to plan for these events because unfortunately with mental health when you have mental illness or a mental health issue or a mood disorder you do have to prepare for the worst and that can be discouraging and it can be depressing but it's just the truth And the unfortunate thing about any kind of illness is that you do have to be prepared. And it sucks because, you know, none of us chose to have an illness. None of us want this for ourselves. But sometimes we just have to accept it and plan our life around it. And that can be really difficult. That can be a hard place to come to is, you know, the acceptance of everything. But I just want to encourage people that if you do need help, you can reach out. And... There are a lot of hotlines, you know, mental health crisis hotlines that you can call, the suicide hotline, the NAMI hotline, a lot of 
people, there are a lot of call centers you can call in when you have an emergency so that you can receive help because the people on the other end of the phone, they are trained to help people who are in a crisis. So I've called those hotlines a few times and I've been helped a lot. I've been encouraged. They've given me practical advice and solutions to what I'm going through. And it's really helpful, especially when in, when you're in this like state of emotional intensity it can be helpful to have to speak to someone who doesn't know you who doesn't have any involvement in your life and who's not going to judge you it can be really helpful to just talk to someone and explain what you're going through and have them help you because they're not going to judge you you're not going to see them the next day and feel embarrassed for you know opening up to them it's just a really great option especially when you don't really want to go to the psych ward or you don't really need to So I think it's important to know your options and to know what's out there. There are so many services for mental health. I know there's online therapy if you can't afford regular therapy. There's a lot of options. And I just want to encourage people to look into these options and to be aware of them. Because, you know, when I was starting out in my mental health journey with bipolar disorder, with depression, anxiety, ADHD, I didn't know all of these options that were available. I didn't know about, a you know, a hotline I could call. I didn't know about online therapy. I didn't know about, you know, the differences between psychiatrists and therapists. I was I was so lost. And so I would just want to provide some guidance to people who are looking into this stuff. And I just want people to realize what it's like to go to the psych ward. You know, you get admitted and they take your phone away. They don't really tell you how long you're going to be there. You're you probably won't see the doctor until the next day and Hopefully, if they come in that day, you'll get to see them. If not, you'll have to wait and you'll be off your medication. They're not able to give you medication right away because they have to get the doctor's permission first. So it can be a really stressful time, especially if you're someone like me who relies on their medication to function normally. And when you're when you're not able to take it, it can be really, you know, hard and stressful and psychologically damaging because you're going through like a a manic episode or anxiety panic attacks it can be really awful so I encourage you if you are thinking about you know thinking of the psych ward as an option if that's even available right now I just encourage you to think thoroughly really evaluate yourself speak to your family speak to your friends maybe call a crisis center kind of get some outside help and insight into whether or not you need to go And if you do go, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you have a good experience. I hope you are treated well and that you learn and grow from this experience. And just remember to stay safe and to trust yourself and to love yourself and to do the right thing for you. Because, you know, everybody's different and not everybody is going to have the same experiences I have had in the psych ward. You're not going to experience exactly what I experienced and I'm not going to experience what you experience. So you have to be aware of yourself and understand that you're a unique person and what is right for you may not be right for me, may not be right for someone else, may be right for someone else, you know? You have to really evaluate yourself and understand what exactly you need personally. And as always, consult your doctor, consult your psychiatrist, consult a medical professional before making any decisions because that is the most important thing you can do. And doctors and nurses, psychiatrists, these these people are all trained. They're all professionals who can help you make the best decision for yourself. 
So that's what I have for today. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you want any more information or pictures and information about the podcast, please follow the podcast at Manic State of Mind Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to follow me personally, please follow me at Sky the Gemini, all one word, all lowercase on Instagram. And I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a great week and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in.